Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thank you for joining us, our middle show of the work week. We're working a full week. I know some of you are just getting back to your routines, and it is not easy. I said this last week. I felt like all of me was fuzzy trying to flip my schedule, and still I'm I'm kind of dealing with it this week, too, feeling like I'm not very productive outside of work, having to apologize to people for not responding to them right away and, and just trying to force myself back into the routine. So I'm feeling you. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You can find us on Twitter, After Hours CBS, or on our Facebook page. Producer Jay, at some point this show, promised me he would have an update on the number of M&Ms in the jar and the winners of our Christmas Mason Jar M&M contest. The winners will earn After Hours swag. So he promised me by Tuesday night, which is upon us, Also, if you would like to ask a few questions or pose a few questions for Ask Amy Anything, you can do that on either one of our social media sites, and we'll get to that coming up next hour, taking the questions with a grain of salt and and wanting to be still respectful and recognize the bigger picture and what else is going on uh, in the sports world. Dorian Glenn, the uncle of Damar Hamlin, was speaking out to multiple media outlets from the hospital in Cincinnati on Tuesday evening. And he is such a proud uncle and loves his nephew so much. Man, my nephew's so humble. He, he's going to truly be floored. Like, he's, he's going to be floored. He's going to be in disbelief. But, I mean, he shows so much love and he shows so much care and compassion. So it should reciprocate, you know, back to him because he's a genuine guy. My nephew is like a positive impact all the time from his toy drive to um, his coaching clinics he comes back and do to his giveaways. I mean, he's always coming through and trying to be a positive impact for the kids. And that type of influence that you can have, I hope he creates 10 more DeMar Hamlins that can come out and be inspirational to the generations behind them. So truly here, he's still here, able to fight toy drives and coaching clinics and he's impacting both the Pittsburgh as well as the Buffalo communities and now not only is the family receiving financial support but he will have all the money that he could possibly need once he is ready to get back to his Chasing M's foundation. It's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio, and we are pleased to welcome back to the show for the first time in a long time, former NFL wide receiver and Super Bowl champion, Kadri Ismael, who joins us from Baltimore and is part of the pre- and post-game show for Ravens games on WJZ-TV. Uh, we've been hearing from Dorian Glenn, Jamar's uncle. We've heard from members of the NFL fraternity, both players as well as coaches, even Jerry Jones a little bit later on. Really, this has become the singular focus for the league and its fan bases around the country and around North America. Q, it's pretty incredible the outpouring of support that Demar's family is receiving. It's so humbling to me um, the way in which the fan base um, has reacted and just, the, like you said, the outpouring of love 
to uh Damar and his family, you know, I'm I'm uh <laughs> I'm 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 looking at it, you know, on the outside looking in and and yet at the same time the brotherhood of the NFL and and just what you you know that has gone on and what it takes to um to play and and at the same time just know that there's a connection with your your fans and your fan base that you know lives on i mean these the people that watch the games they they they're in it with you and their memories last just as long as yours and at the same time for them to uh to show their support the way they have and and last i guess i checked as far as his um organization and mm. the donations that were made was close to five million or over five million um was just remarkable when you saw him uh, fall backward after making the tackle on monday night and then the way that his teammates reacted as well as the Bengals, what were your emotions seeing that play out initially my reaction was oh boy you know they'll get some help and and he'll be okay then as it became more and more um, evident that it wasn't just a normal uh, situation of an injury, that's when, you know, you, you, you just, for me, I've seen a lot when it comes to injuries, but I just have never seen anything like that. And I know for the guys that were on the field that were, you know, just, literally right there and watching it all unfold to to see a, a person have to be revived and brought back to life i mean that's just something that you just you just don't want to imagine and, and couldn't imagine and, and i couldn't you know see any other way other than what the nfl did which says an awful lot when you, know, you talk about a league that will play through a pandemic mm. uh but yet recognizes that um this was something where they had to to stop play and 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 uh, call the game. I think for me, the indication that this was different, as you say, that this was more serious, more critical, a life or death situation, was seeing the reaction of the men who were on the field, the players who were either crying or were walking up and down the sidelines, praying out loud, uh, the, then forming a ring around DeMar as the medical team is working on him. I know you went through some serious injuries in your own career, obviously playing as long as you did. You saw other people suffer various injuries. Was there ever a situation where you were on the field and a game had to be stopped like this, where it was serious and and it was hard to refocus or even think about football? Not that I can recall. I mean, I, I've seen it where you know we've heck, I've, I've been carted off the field. Um, I, I, I know I've sustained uh, a mega hit to the chest, mm. uh, and ironically enough, against the Buffalo Bills, and it was arguably one of the hardest hits that I've ever taken, if not the hardest hit that I've ever taken in my life. It was up at Ralph Wilson Stadium, and my my goodness, I thought, you know, my entire body was just, you know, done. Like, my whole chest, everything was, was just, oh, it was, it was crazy. But I actually went back into the locker room. They examined me and went back out there on the field, which is kind of crazy knowing what I know nowadays. But, um... Yeah, just overall, literally today, thinking of all the times where guys have, you know, gotten hit and you see them, you know, cart off the field and there's always that thumbs up 
mm-hmm. um, where you right. kind of like, all right, you know, and or you get some sort of uh, update that is like, oh man, I'm glad that guy is okay, but this time, you know, it's it, you're right there on the field, and and he has, you know, the first responders giving him CPR to revive him. I mean, that's a whole different ball game. That is one to really, you know. It's tough to wrap your brain around. Mm. I mean, that's the type of thing you see on a TV show or in a movie, but I can't imagine watching it happen right in front of you. And again, the reaction of his teammates was so different even than when guys have to deal with a stoppage of play for a head injury or, you know, something that we have seen multiple times even this year. We have Kadri Ismail with us here. He's the Super Bowl champion with the Ravens, also part of Purple Pregame and Postgame on WJZ-TV in Baltimore. It's good to have him on After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, so, Kadri, when you think about this idea of now just trying to get back to football, you know, the NFL has, for now at least, tabled the game between the Bengals and the Bills. And the Bills, of course, uh, are back in western New York. How do you, in a locker room, turn your brain back to football and getting out there and, and going through all of the motions of, of what can be such a violent game? Well, I I don't know. I do know that... It's interesting, we, uh, whether you're a former player or a player, you know when you get injured in practice, say if you're on the 40-yard line, they literally will turn around and go the opposite way and keep on practicing. You know mm-hmm. as much as you get you know, guys injured and, and knocked down, they will literally be carting them off the field. Guys kind of elect their thoughts, kind of, do what they do, and off you go back to playing. Um, this one is, is definitely different um, for sure, but I, I think that in in guys' minds, you know, you, you want to play uh, because that's in your DNA. It's, it's wired to, to operate that way. Um, but I do also recognize there's going to be some guys that are going to have a little bit of, of doubt and struggle to, uh, you know, kind of figure these things out. And, and I hope that from a, a club, each club aspect perspective of things that, you know, there's a person that they would have on staff to offer some sort of um, grief counseling so they can, can clear their minds and, and go out there to, yeah, do the game that you love, that you recognize there is an inherent risk. This is a, a collision sport. We just saw, Arguably, in 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 my lifetime that I've been watching NFL and playing uh, the game as well, this is arguably the worst you know injury that I've ever come across in 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 my time. So at the same time, I'm hoping guys can yeah um, express themselves and mentally uh, be able to to do what it takes and 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 go out there and play again. It's a great point that you make, though, that the NFL played through a worldwide pandemic and didn't miss a single game in 2020, somehow managed to figure it out and really made it clear to the league, to the players, to the NFLPA that we're going forward with this. Now, you can choose to sit out, but we're moving ahead. Um, And yet, in this particular case, the entire league has come to a halt. So we'll see how they move forward. And we do still have so much on the line coming up. And the Bengals are supposed to be facing the Ravens in week 18, it doesn't just affect the two teams that were there, but it affects other guys who recognize it could also be them and they could be in that same situation. That's the tough part about it. I mean, it's 
it's the league trying to wrestle with how to to continue on. I know that there is is a time for off season uh, thought of contracts. There's a time for making the team. There's a time for actually being on the team and and earning certain amount of dollars through your contract and incentives or whatever have you. And then there's also time for, yeah, getting out there, and especially if you're on that good team and you're still playing, there's a time for you trying to chase a legacy, which is playoffs, and and how does that unfold into a potential uh, world championship? I mean, that's the business that you're in, and I think there's going to be a lot of wrestling with it as far as the players, but I do know the the league will – it, it will the the train will leave the station yet again. Um, <laughs> this is the most rarest of moments that we've we've witnessed where right. the train actually stopped uh, mid route to to collect itself because of the the, the tragic uh, situation that that unfolded with Demar. Uh, Mm, that's a great point. Kadri Ismail is with us from Baltimore, Super Bowl champion himself, a former NFL wide receiver, now an analyst. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Just to update people, the family of DeMar is indicating that he has shown some improvement. He is making progress, but tonight and the, the few hours that will come on uh, Wednesday morning are really critical. So, Kadri, to think about the Ravens, they themselves are dealing with a completely different type of injury concern to their quarterback, uh, Lamar. And obviously right now they've clinched a playoff spot, and yet they're not playing their best football. And I think there's some concern. What are you seeing with the team over the last few weeks? We can say even with Lamar uh, under center that there have been the rumblings and, and the frustrations of the fan base watching a team that has been just flat out inconsistent uh, the entire year. They've shown some, <clears throat> excuse me, they've shown some great signs of being that upper tier elite AFC team, but the 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 Achilles has somehow been the lack of the defense to close out a game that four minute defense, if you will, and also the offense when it needs to to score and to put itself in position to win, um, to leave no doubt, they, they've really struggled. The red zone has just been an, an ongoing issue for this, this ball club. Um, and when it comes to you know coaches on the, the proverbial hot seat, Greg Roman, the, the offensive coordinator, I mean, that, that name has, you know, you say that name around Baltimore, everyone's <laughs> going to be like, oh, yep, no, nah, we got to fire that guy and <laughs> oh, quit fast in a hurry. Do you agree with that or disagree with that, Kadri? I I never would have said this before, but um, I I'm, I lean towards agreeing with. I think you know his 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 time has come. I don't see. I just don't see the the offense grooving as it did when uh, he and Lamar first took on this journey in in 2018. The way in which Lamar had that incredible season 2019, but you know 20 was good. It wasn't quite as good. 21 kind of started seeing some of the the big chinks in the armor, and I thought this year with some guys coming back healthy that they would you know kind of return back to form. But we haven't seen it, and so I think uh, yeah, his, his time has run its course. Interesting. Uh, I 
No, this is not fair. I'm just going to readily say that. But before I let you go, if you are in the Ravens front office or you're part of this decision making about Lamar, what do you do? Because the time is nearly upon the Ravens. From a, a contract standpoint and payment standpoint, um, you know, they they can franchise tag them. So I think from their aspect of things, they'll probably, um, well, they they better franchise tag them. I mean, he, he, he has his you know, number in mind and, and, and his camp, they've, you know, held close together as far as like not having anything leak out. Obviously the Ravens have respected it that as well. So we don't truly know we're all are on the outside, but if I were, yes, on the inside, I'd be like, all right, as much as we franchise tagging and we definitely have to, to come to bat. And I think, uh, recognize that, you know, he's a, an extremely specially talented individual and without him, we clearly see that this team isn't as good as it needs to be. Mm, good point there. Uh, and so the Ravens can deal with that when they get to the offseason. But for now, uh, still have games ahead of them. So I didn't even realize that Kadri had a new Twitter account. I This would explain why I haven't seen your tweets lately. <laughs> <laughs> but I see it now. I am Kadri Ismail, Q-A-D-R-Y-I-S-M-A-I-L. So now I have followed your new account. You can also catch him on the Purple pregame show and the postgame show on WJZ-TV. And just because I think it's super cool, I like to tell everyone he is a Super Bowl champion. Kadri, it's good to catch up with you. Thank you for your insight. I appreciate it. Always, Amy. Anytime. Thank you. How do you move forward? Well, there isn't really a blueprint, uh, certainly not a precedent in this particular situation, but a great point from Kadri that these guys recognize, A, uh, injuries are part of the game, and they are conditioned to continue uh, playing. When it happens in practice, the team just turns around and goes the other way down the field, which sounds so callous and cruel, and yet, again, it's part of the game. It's what they do, not that they don't care, um, but this is what they're used to. And then they also recognize that these opportunities are only coming around maybe once, twice over the course of their careers. And so there is a time to think about injuries and rehab and recovery, but there's also a time to take advantage of the opportunities that you have. So we know from the NFL a couple of things Though there are still questions that must be answered before the end of the regular season, we will share with you what we know, plus Mike Tomlin on his special relationship with DeMar Hamlin. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. As athletes, uh, sometimes the game can overshadow us as individuals or people. And uh, just on behalf of the organization, we just uh, wish him the best, keeping him in our prayers and hoping for the best possible outcome. And um, just a tremendous person. And uh, it's bigger than sports. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We are hearing that a lot in the last 30 plus hours. Yes, we're athletes, but when it comes to the health of one of our own, when it comes to a life or death situation, when it comes to a, kind of a scary moment where you're face to face with your own mortality and the mortality of someone that you care about, it, it becomes a whole different perspective. And we're not athletes first that anymore. We're humans and we're brothers and we're teammates and we care and we hurt and we worry and and we get anxious and we fear the same way that anybody else does. Clay Thompson, one of the various members of the other sports over the last few days, couple days now, uh, that have weighed in and have offered prayers for DeMar Hamlin and his family. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. One of the things that I've appreciated about the last couple of days is hearing more people talk about DeMar as a person and not just as a football player. Again, kind of putting into perspective the fact that he's much more than a second-year safety out of the Pittsburgh area who lines up for the Buffalo Bills. And we're getting that from different corners of the NFL. So I want to share some of that with you. But many of you have continued to ask me about the schedule for the upcoming weekend and what this delay slash postponement means for the Bills-Bengals game specifically. Now, a couple of things. The NFL has indicated that the game will not be replayed this week. So there's no chance that they're going to make the Bills and the Bengals or ask the Bills and the Bengals to get on the field in Cincinnati before week 18. Some of you, a few of you, I wouldn't say the majority of you, suggested that they could do a quick turnaround like a Thursday, Monday. The problem is the postseason is scheduled to begin on, what is it, January 14th. So we're inside of two weeks until the first playoff games get underway. So week 18 is Saturday, Sunday, coming up the 7th and 8th of January. But that supersized wild card weekend is the 14th and 15th. And I don't know if they're doing a Monday game or not. I'm not sure. I know that ESPN slash ABC is part of the equation. And so they've been kind of loosey-goosey with the schedule and may in fact have a Monday game. I'm, I'm not exactly sure about that. But either way, we're what, 10, 11 days away from the playoffs, you can't ask the team that doesn't have a bye, right? So I know that Buffalo and Cincinnati were still in the equation for that AFC top seed and bye. The Bills, of course, being the front runner for that spot, but the Bengals were still alive for it. You can't ask them to play three games in the span of 10 days or 11 days. 
it's not the the one that wouldn't get the bye. It's not a fair and level playing field. And what the NFL wants to do, certainly when it starts the postseason, is that there would be as much of a level playing field and and no competitive advantage, so to speak, um, as they start the postseason fresh, right? So there's that to it. Honestly, it feels more and more like this game may not ever get made up. So nothing at this point. They will not play it this week. That was announced by the NFL on Tuesday. So Roger Goodell has been in communication with both the coaches as well as the NFLPA. And at this point, they don't have a, a viable plan, at least not one that they're sharing with us. But here's something else we know. They're not changing the Week 18 schedule. And this is something that jumped out at me. I knew Bengals and Ravens were playing in week 18, but I hadn't really thought about the fact that the game is in Cincinnati. So the Bengals will be back on the field. They don't have to travel, but they do have to play a game now a few days after what they experienced on Monday night. So it's Ravens and Bengals. We don't have a time for that game yet. It's still listed as TBD on the NFL schedule. But everything else that the league had put in place and the times that the league has released for week 18, at this point, they're staying put. And that includes Baltimore at Cincinnati, though we don't yet have a time for it. And then, of course, the Bills, who have to host the Patriots. And that's a win-and-get-in game for New England. Now, I think if you look at it, Because Kansas City has the extra win, Buffalo and KC have the same number of losses. Kansas City will play on Saturday. So at that point, with the Chiefs in Las Vegas, we'll know whether or not the Chiefs move to, what is it, 14 wins then? If they move to 14 wins. Because then they would have a better record than the Bills regardless of what Buffalo does against New England, if the Bills don't make up that game, right? So they would have one one less game in hand, and you can't automatically assume it would be a win or a loss. Maybe it's a wash. Maybe it's a tie. Maybe it's nothing. Either way, the Chiefs would have a better record, and so theoretically should have the overall number one seed in the AFC. So I don't know how the league will handle that. Maybe it becomes a moot point. Maybe Buffalo loses this weekend. I'm not sure. Either way, the league will have to answer those questions at some point. But it seems less and less likely that they're going to make up that game because I just don't see where they have the timing. The only real option would be if they push back the entire playoff schedule. But think about it. The stadiums are already set in some cases. You've got TV rights and TV broadcast partnerships that are already set, and the rest of their schedules are are based around what they know of the playoffs and the time slots. They're just out of time. They're out of real estate when it comes to this game. And as much as it's a game that everyone would like to see, you force those two teams to play it, and then they're not the same going into the playoffs. So there's there's a lot of different elements they have to consider, but we do know they're not changing the Week 18 schedule. Bengals and Bills will go to their Week 18 games, and they're also, at this point, not going to remake that game this week. 
Mike Tomlin has known DeMar Hamlin since he was a kid because of their connection in Pittsburgh. And it was great to hear Mike talk about DeMar as a human, as a person, as a man, not just as a football player. Man, it's a really personal thing for me, uh, being a Pittsburgher. And, and that young man being a Pittsburgher, I've known that guy probably since he was about 12. Um, just got a lot of respect and love for him as a human being. Um, his commitment to the pursuit of his uh, goals and dreams of doing what it is he's doing right now, which is playing in the NFL. And to watch him make personal decisions and, and, and make that a realization, um, it's just an honor to get to know young people like that. Um, had an opportunity to express that to him whenever I see him. We've played Buffalo um, each of the last two seasons, and he and I get to have a moment um, because it's just cool to, to, to not only appreciate these guys in terms of where they are now, but to, to know them since they were younger people and to, to watch their maturation, their development, to watch them, um, you know, earn what they've been chasing. Um, it's mm. just really a, a cool thing. And he's an example of that. I got a lot of love for that young man. We lifted he, him and that organization up in prayer, um, reached out to Sean McDermott to lend whatever assistance I could. Um, but um, I don't have a lot to add other than that. Um, I just respect the fact that you guys appreciate how personal it is for, for me, not only for me, but just for all of us um, as people that, that thrive in this space. Um, that's not obviously something that you ever want to see. So Mike Tomlin talking about a young man, Damar, that he's known since he was 12, about 12, because of their connection in Pittsburgh, uh, which I feel like is is so typical of Mike Tomlin, right? He doesn't just lead men onto the football field. He forms relationships. And anybody who's played with him or who knows him recognizes that he is someone who invests in the men that he works with and in the players that he coaches. And I have such great respect for him. And as it turns out, uh, he's known Tamar long before he became an NFL player. So we'll hear from other members of the NFL community, including some members of Buffalo uh, back in Western New York and talking a little bit about their emotions in that moment on Monday night. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You can find our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, uh, also our Facebook page. And we will be judicious in selecting questions for Ask Amy Anything. But if we end up going forward with it, which I'm, I'm thinking that we will, we'll do it about an hour from now. Um, and so in the meantime, uh, we'll give you the latest Giannis with a career high. <laughs> it's funny to hear him talk about having been in the league for 10 years. How is that even possible that Giannis has been an NBA star or an NBA player for 10 years, a star for most of those, but he actually just achieved something he had never achieved before. Uh, the Celtics gave up an exorbitant number of points in Oklahoma City. I had some friends who were at the game in OKC and were texting me updates. <laughs> and I, something, I said something to them about my friend, uh, Shelly, something to her about how the Celtics are always a tough out, and then they go and give up 150 points. So great, there's that. Um, and we'll continue forward uh, letting you hear from various members of the NFL about DeMar and Rapidly approaching $6 million on his GoFundMe page. I keep refreshing. Let's see how far out now. Oh, yeah. About $28,000 away from $6 million. It's phenomenal. It's an unbelievable miracle and phenomenal. You are listening to the... 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. After Hours Podcast. Giannis, left free throw line extended, puts it on the floor, drives to the cup again, up and under. Look at that move from the big fella. The Greek freak, he can do it in more than a few ways as he scores again 43 points in 32 minutes for the big guy. Giannis. Top of the circle, he's going to fire away from three, cannot hit. Lopez tapped at it, couldn't get the tip in, but then gets it again and rocks the rim with a two-hand slam on the third try for Milwaukee. The deep breath from Giannis, and the free throw is up, and it is good. He gets the roll. He's got a 50-piece first time this season for Giannis as the Bucks lead by 12 now, 116-104. to 104. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. On Buccaneers Radio, another first in the career of Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> he is a unique cat, is he not? I mean, he's a an incredible basketball player, and he's turned himself into an MVP in all sorts of ways. Uh, and he tells dad jokes at his postgame press conferences, but he also wants to be boring. And I think that's pretty funny just because I understand what he means. When I play golf with older gentlemen and and going back to my days, my previous network, there was a group of us that would play golf together. One of them, one of the members of our group was in his 60s and didn't have a ton of power, 
but stepped up, addressed the ball, and hit the ball the same way every single time. It was so consistent. You knew exactly where the ball was going, dead straight. He seemingly never made a mistake. And even though his game wasn't flashy or real explosive, fact is he always beat the rest of us because it was consistent. And that's what Giannis wants. He wants this to be... So consistent, night in and night out, that it's boring. (laughs) Except 55 points, a career high for Giannis, will never be boring. He had some dunks. We don't see a ton of crazy dunks from him anymore. He actually said it was kind of funny. His his significant other, the mother of his children, uh, she, I guess, was goading him a little bit to start dunking because he's never on the highlight reels because he doesn't dunk the way that he used to with the same explosive power. He did offer her a windmill dunk in this game, which was fun. And so, yeah, he was trying to show a little flash, but really it's about the 55 points and the show that the Bucks put on against the Wizards to snap their five-game winning streak. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Two-time MVP, but... Never has he scored 55 before tonight. A lot of people think my, my game is boring, uh, but I'm just trying to, to do better. I'm trying to do whatever it takes to help my team win. At the end of the day, i got to get better in the free throw line, and um, I'm just trying to put some extra work there, um, find my teammates, create for them open threes, and try to attack in the paint as much as I can. He's been kind of playing with this kind of uh, determination, this kind of... Uh, you know, just willing us um, in games. You know, tonight we were able to win it, and, um, you know, he's just been phenomenal. Um, yeah, there's just hard to come up with all the words to describe him. So, incredibly special tonight. That's Mike Budenholzer, head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. And I saw this nerd alert. It seems to fit because of Giannis and the, the way that he's climbing uh, through the career charts and the record books and seems like he continues to give us these incredible performances. And when you stack them all up, you think, wow, I'm already he's already consistent, but there's no way that it could ever be boring. Three straight performances now of at least 40 points, 10 rebounds, and five assists. The only other players in NBA history to have three straight games of 40, 10, and five are Elgin Baylor, Wilt Chamberlain, and then Russell Westbrook, which I think is interesting. But Giannis joins that group. It's freaking unreal. I can't believe it. (laughs) There was another stat that I need to find. I saw it on Twitter, and I should always uh, like these so that they are saved for me and I can go back to them. But in the last few days, there have been four performances, four individual players who've gone over 50 points. And I, I don't know the exact time span, but apparently it's this stretch where it's never happened before in the NBA. And I know we haven't spent as much time on it because of what's been going on with Damar Hamlin, uh, but I did see it. And I know even last night as we were mostly spending our time on Damar and what happened in Cincinnati, uh, just incredible that Donovan Mitchell had 71, Clay Thompson had 54. We also had, was another performance, I think Damar DeRozan had 44 last night. Now you've got a game with Giannis, who has 55. So let me see if I can find that particular stat because, oh, and LeBron had, did LeBron have 
30. How many did he have last night? Um, LeBron also had a really big game, and he just marked a birthday. So let me see if I can find that stat rather than throwing it out there. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been a pretty impressive week for individual feats of strength in the NBA. And you hear Giannis on Bally Sports Wisconsin still on the court following his 55 points, but also his teammates doused him with water once he got done. The water was cold. That's why I'm smiling. But, <laughs> but be honest with you, I got mad. <laughs> <laughs> I got mad. I can't imagine Giannis mad. It's interesting. <laughs> it's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, After Hours CBS. Also on our Facebook page if you want to send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. Um, a lot of you offering solutions for how the NFL can handle the game between the Bengals and the Bills. I think at this point, it's not top of mind. Uh, no doubt there are brighter minds that are working on the possibilities um, but at this point, they've made it pretty clear that football is secondary. And how often does it feel like the NFL doesn't make that choice? Um, as Kadri Ismail pointed out earlier this hour, they were determined to play during a pandemic in the NFL and not miss one game, regardless of what happened or how they had to play or the number of games that were played on atypical and unconventional days and times, but not in this case. I've just never seen anything like it. Not only... Demar and what happened with him on the field, but also the reaction, the universal reaction in the sports world has been pretty incredible to witness. So you can send your questions for Ask Amy, and uh, we'll make sure that we're fairly mature in our choices. Right, Producer Jay? Also, he's going to give us an update on the Christmas mason jar. And I know we've been a little bit delayed in offering you the the answers that you seek. Many of you are so impatient um, wanting to know who won the After Hours swag. I mean, I guess it's great that you're all excited about the After Hours swag. In Oklahoma City on Tuesday night, this was no contest between the Celtics and Thunder. Baseline right, Giddy against the 2-3 zone, kicks to K. Rich, open. Right side angle three is online, to Chinga Thunder Moneyball. Giddy with his third assist, Thunder have knocked down 10 threes on the night now. Man right to left along the perimeter area, just inside the timeline, looks to activate the attack. Weaving and stepping back for a three-pointer that's wide open. He snaps it off, he buries it, that's a new season eye for the Thunder. Trey Mann has scored 21, fourth Thunder scorer at 20-plus. As Oklahoma City leads 147-113, that's a new season high in scoring. Settles in the hands of Wiggins, open his left wing, three-pointer is on the way, swish. Cha-ching, money ball number 20 for the Thunder tonight in 38 tries. Force-feeding Boston, some of the Celtics' own hardcore three-point shooting medicine. Wiggins was 17, 150-113 Thunder, two minutes to play. 150, 150, what is this, an NBA All-Star game? It kind of seemed like the Thunder were running routes on air, to borrow a phrase from the NFL. As you hear on Thunder Radio, they go 20 of 40 from beyond the arc and overall shoot 59% against the Celtics, who are supposed to be one of the better defensive teams in the NBA, but not on Tuesday night. We got our ass kicked. That's what happened. Um, you come out, you take it for granted. That's what happens. Um and we probably had it coming to us. You know, came out in the last couple of games. Um, we pick and choose when we want to play. Um, we wasn't connected, didn't have each other's back out there. You know, no help side defense. We didn't guard our yard. Um, 
and those young boys over there came out and they made us look bad. They embarrassed us. They kicked our ass, and that's what happened. They played harder than us the entire game. And so, like I referenced the, the Phoenix game, you have to play with a sense of humility every night knowing that your opponent wants to beat you. And, you know, we have to match that, and we did it, and we got outplayed in every aspect of the game. Joe Mazzula, the interim head coach, along with Jason Tatum. Now, Joe goes on to say, into every season, a little poo must fall. May not be the most popular thing to say, but you got to go through some shit if you want to get to where you want to get to, whether it's good or bad. And that's just how it is. And so um, we have to go through it and we'll be judged by how we handle it. And if we handle it the right way, then it'll be good for us. And if we don't, then, you know, that's something that we have to address. Yeah, I think that this team is mature enough and has enough veterans and leadership that they're fairly equipped to go through the you-know-what. He used a different word that we had to bleep out. But considering where the Celtics started with training camp and the loss of their head coach and and he's kind of just dropped off the map, um, haven't heard hide nor hair of Ime Udoka in months, um, didn't end up getting him traded to the Brooklyn Nets. So, yeah, there's there's plenty of adversity this team has had to face. Uh, no doubt, as Jason Tatum indicates, they just were kind of cruising in there thinking that the Thunder would bow down. That's not what happened. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 